0: Hello, I am Mark Tucker. Hey there, I'm Alan Furstenberg. We are two voice devs.
1: Two voice devs. It's good to see you again, Alan. Always good to see you, Mark. Great to chat. Yeah, it's it's been fun just working on some stuff on the side projects. Any 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 progress with what you're doing? I don't want to talk about what I'm doing because no, I have not made much progress. Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: No, that's okay. It is. uh, I mean, in some ways, it's been frustrating, and in other ways, I've been able to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm just going to relax for a little bit. I don't need to um, be always rushing into to working on a project. So right now, I'm I'm playing it a little shell. So that's good. uh, But looking forward to diving back into some stuff. So hopefully soon we'll we'll see some new stuff.
1: Yeah, I did that a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I'm totally disconnecting. I, I, you know, didn't, uh, I walked away from social media. I grabbed a paperback book, you know? So sometimes it's really good just to to get away from the screen, even though I really enjoy what I'm doing and-
0: You know, that's it is, is I love what I do. I love my side projects. I love my main projects. I am, you know, have uh, really excited to get some of them done. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? it's all just just clogging my head, just need to take a step
1: back Yep, and that's okay. So it doesn't have to be done today. No, nope. and, uh, and you know, I do this during the day, if, if things just kind of get all clogged up, then it's, it's just take a little walk, even if it's just a walk around the house, um, yep. since it's 107 degrees here in Arizona. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh boy. But that's what air conditioning's for. And uh, talk about great inventions. Yes. Yeah. So it sounds like you have been up to some stuff. What, what have you been up to? I have. So remember uh, a number of weeks ago, we talked about this kind of a new batch of uh, Jovo plugins that I wrote uh, that that helped with keeping track of like streaks in a, in a game or yep. uh, um, shuffling an array of things or, you know, things like that. So Great utilities that
0: I'm still intend to get back to with multivocal, but that'll be another show.
1: So we had talked about that kind of like how, how they work and, and how useful they were. And in talking about that, then um, I've been thinking actually quite a long time about work I've done for some of my uh, game projects with badges and achievements and how to, uh, how to earn, earn them and, and, the route I took on the on the Jovo plugin tools that I did last time were they're available just as Jovo for plugins, but it really wouldn't be that hard to extract the core part of that into a separate project, so that it could be used anywhere that there was a you know a node or a JavaScript project, um, and so that's the approach that I took on this. So uh, my step one is to create kind of a badges library, and then once that's available and published then I will take and wrap that badges functionality or expose it in a Jovo 4 plugin so that then if you're using Jovo, you can easily um, go ahead and just uh, use badges. And it. so th- th- that's, that's the gist of the project and we can okay. get into some more details here in and, a minute. But,
0: and when we talk about badges, we mean things like, you know, certainly when it comes to games, we're talking about achievements like, you know, um, you've, you know, for uh, for an exercise thing, you've walked uh, 10,000 steps this week.
1: Yep, or, you, you know, you played your first game or um, yeah, you played on a certain day, you know, you get, you get the happy Halloween badge or, you know, whatever it is, right? So those are the types of things I'm talking about and they can be used in games or in the gamification of apps. So mm-hmm. it could be some other type of um, application that's not necessarily... Um, a game, but that there might be still a reason to keep track of things. Something that can be earned over time based on rules Mm -hmm. is kind of a definition of a badge.
0: I I guess it also occurs to me that even outside of games, it's the sort of thing that, you know, in some ways this could be used to help keep track of um, just basic... uh, what's the way to put it knowledge that you've accumulated. So, you know, to know that somebody has visited uh, a dozen times, rather than looking up how many times they visited at a dozen times, you give them badge a, and then you can just track based on do they have this badge or not.
1: True. That's that, that would be another approach,
0: you know, so, and, and number of times, maybe a bad way to put it, but you know, the fact that they've hit a certain number of different skills, or that they've achieved certain skills and, you know, gone through certain experiences. So they presumably know a system better. Um, so just, just it's generically anything that you want to track in a concise way.
1: Yep. So based on rules, something you can earn based on rules. Like one of the basic concepts is the concept of a property. You're able to define a property in the system and do so in, um, in a way that as you create these properties, then different information is tracked. And you know, in addition to just the property itself, there might be the other things that you wanna track along with that property, but that, that might be you know, happen behind the scenes. So a property is something that has a name and it can be of type string, boolean, or number. Okay. And the three things that you can do to a property, and uh, I'll talk specifically about custom properties because there's also something this concept of system properties. So custom properties are things that you're going to create. And one, one method is set property. You give it the name of the property and the value, whether it be a string number or Boolean, and it just sets the, the property value. This is the current value of the property.
0: Now, are these these are properties that are managed as part of your library?
1: Yes. So okay. the, the library itself has state behind the scenes. And so when you start up, when you create this badges or use this badges library, you're gonna create a new object. And the first thing that you're gonna do um, after the calling the constructor is you're gonna call a set data method. Now, you know when you first start out that data, there's nothing in it, it's just you know, empty data. But at the end of this process, um, the state of the, of the badges isn't stored inside of badges itself. Um, It is an object. And so the lifetime of the object, it's, it's there inside there, but at the end, when the object goes out of scope, then all that stuff goes away. So before that happens, you need to call a to JSON uh, method to get that state out of the library and then store it wherever you want. And I purposely did the storage of the data separate from the badges because there can be all kinds of different ways or that you want to store it or different data stores and I um, okay. you know like when it when it comes to to Jovo then there's already a user data storage so that's where I'm going to store it but if you're using this in someplace else um, then you might be storing data you know in the browser um, you know and or, or however you want to store it so there's lots lots of different ways that you can um, you can store it. So that's externalized. Um, so you can set a property, you can add a property. And what that does is it adds or increments, um, the value of a property. So, okay. Um, so that, that has to be a number. Um, and then you you can subtract, um, the value from a property and you can, if you don't specify like what the value is, then it's one. It defaults to one, but you can, you know, you could increment something by twos or fives or decrement by the same. Right. And and if the property's never been set before, then it assumes that it starts out as zero, and then it increments and adds whatever the increment value is, or the same thing. So.
0: Okay, so it's part. So so at the core of it, it sounds like there's this basic. Um, I won't say it's a state management system, but it's a, a state representation system. You know, when, uh, you know, when, when a user logs in, you need to get the state from however you're storing it, mm-hmm. put all of it into the badges library, and then at the end of things, take all of it out of the badges library and, and save it in some way.
1: Yeah, and that gives some flexibility. So for example, mm-hmm. I would save this, like I said, in, in, in voice application, it would be saved for the current user. So this would be the user's badges. But if you were to use this in a website or uh, like a, uh, a mobile application that's based on a node, then you could have a way that you could track multiple people's badges separately. You just store them as, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, separately and then load them separately and, and, and then, and then deal with them as, as the application changes users or. Right. So, so
0: a a group, for example, could get a badge when it reaches 10 members, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you can, yeah. So you can store that state and you have some flexibility, you know, you can store the state once you can store it once for each member. Um, And, and so that's, so storage, I guess, is one concept. The next concept is is properties. And we talked about custom properties. There's also system properties. So um, one of the things that I that I, I had done in my other project, and I liked the concept of or was trying to um, trying to resolve was a badge is earned at a specific place in time, a specific point in time, right? So you earn this badge, you know, at this point in time. And that could be inside of a game, it could be um, inside of a session. So like in in a voice application, when you you launch the skill or action or um, custom assistant, then the session starts and you have multiple turns back and forth. And then at some point the session ends. Well, you could conceptually play multiple games inside of the same session. So you might want to know how many badges did I earn this game or how many badges have I earned this session? So, so games and sessions are handled a little bit differently because you need to specifically say, I'm starting my session. Mm-hmm. I'm ending my session. I'm starting my game. I'm ending my game. Um, and there's so, some things that, that happen with that. Go ahead. So it's maintaining
0: a separate set of properties for each of those.
1: Yeah. So what it's doing uh, behind the scenes for a game in a session, it keeps, it starts with a a uh, number that's zero and it's going to increment that wow. every time you start a game or every time you start a session. And so. So, so, okay. Go ahead.
0: If If I have a property called acorns, which represents the number of acorns that I've collected. Okay that property exists both on the game level and the session level and if I yeah, say so
1: property property properties um, are available kind of outside this time period but now time periods come in or, or, or what I'm calling periods is um, is a concept where so properties are global but these periods affect
0: got it okay. That. And so if I say increment the number of acorns, it increments it in all of the periods.
1: Yes, because uh right. it's, it's it's just incrementing the property value. Right. Um, but
0: but then if I do something like end a game and start a new game and I say increment acorns, the property acorns is now different between the session and the
1: game. Well, it doesn't it doesn't keep Track of them at that level.
0: Okay. Okay. I got it now. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, what it's, it's, it's just, it's going to be set. But if you wanted to at the beginning of the game reset it, there's the ability to reset that at the beginning of the game. And then it would, got it. Okay. Then that property be reset again. So, so, um, properties are stored, but you're, you have control over what the current value is and you can change them at any point in time. And, uh, okay. Got it. So, so that's game in session. So there's, but what happens is that it does keep track of um, that for a specific game. This is what the counter was, and then when you start a new game, it increments the counter, and then when you start a new game, it increments the counter. And what at the beginning of each of the the um, the periods it records a timestamp. So the timestamp for when you say start game, this exact UTC time that you started the game is recorded and says, this game started at this timestamp. The same thing with the session. When you start a session, it sets a timestamp, which will be different. So the way, um, since you earn badges at specific times, then you can say, did I earn this badge or give me a list of all the badges that I've earned since this point in time. So that's how you can say, give me all the badges that I've earned. You know, in this game. In
0: this game or in this or session. Or- in this
1: session. Now it's not keeping track of a date timestamp for every badge you earned. It's just each badge has a counter. So it will it will increment the counter for the badge saying I've earned now I've earned this badge twice. But it does keep it does tell you if I've earned it during that time period. Okay. Got it. Is that, so and, and then if, if it has, it will have the total number of badges you've earned in the in your lifetime, but it will at least tell you if you've earned the badge during that point in that, that period. So it keeps time. track of the most recent time that you earned a badge. Exactly. Got it. Okay. And the count of how many times you've earned that badge. Okay. So I could make it more complicated, but I didn't really see a reason. And I didn't want something that was going to grow over time to get bigger and bigger and bigger every time you've earned something, you know, each thing would have a big long list of mm-hmm. date time stamps of when things were earned. I didn't wanna, um, I thought that was too heavy and I didn't really necessarily see a need. There's, there's, I could see a need that in the game, at the end of the game saying, oh, you've earned three badges this game and they were A, B, and Z. Um, or an intent where somebody would say, what badges have mm-hmm. I earned? And it would go through and give, and at the global level. And so, global, so games kind of the smallest time. Well, kind of the smallest time frame. The smallest is. unit. The smallest, the sm- smallest unit. Smallest unit. And since everything, when, a, when, when, when one of these periods starts, it has a timestamp of when it started. It, yeah. So, um, so I, I guess we'll go at the, at the top level, it's global, which means you have earned it anywhere since the beginning of time, which is January 1st, 1970. So- Because we all know
0: time didn't exist before the modern epoch, yeah.
1: We didn't. So so if the period is global, it's just got the timestamp for January 1st, 1970. So it's gonna tell you everything that you've earned since that point in time. So that's all of my badges, right? Then the next um, level is year. So, at the beginning of each, each year, it keeps track of um, a, a key that says this is what year it is, twenty twenty two, and it will do a timestamp of what that you know time was at the beginning of that of, of the year.
0: I've got a question. The keep the, okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's gonna. It Let, let's, let's keep
0: going. The,
1: so well, so I'll get I'll I'll just do that at a high level, and then we can go back and ask you questions. So you've got a time period for year, you've got a time period for month, for week, for day, and for hour. Okay. Now it's important that you can start a session on one hour and have it, even if it was a ten minute session, it could span right an hour, or it could span a day, or. You know, a month or a year, right? It just depends on when you. When right. You play. I mean, some of,
0: some of these clearly overlap. So a week, yeah. you know, I assume starts Sunday or Monday, and that can certainly cross the month order.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so each of these periods has a timestamp that's associated with them. So you can say, give me all the badges that I've earned in the current hour, give me all the badges I've earned in the current month, in the current day, in the current year. So, good. Okay. So we've said that I've earned in the
0: current month. Can I yeah. say all the badges that I earned
1: last month? No.
0: That's okay. That's where I was trying to piece out. And that, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Cause the the biggest use cases are, is like, how many badges have, have I just earned? So like, if I'm setting a property uh, or like I, I'm incrementing a property to uh, of something and then that triggers all these rules to evaluate, and I, you know, figure out that yeah, I did earn that. So actually, the response of setting uh, setting a property or adding or subtracting it is an array of the badges that you earned while that call was being made. Yeah. What okay. it does is it sets a timestamp at the right, at the very beginning. It runs the evaluation of all the rules, and at the end, it says, "Give me all the badges that were earned since that point in time." And it will tell you you know so you could make a call to a function and say hey i've i've this thing just caused it, caused me to earn two badges cool right okay
0: so i've got questions about that but okay let's make sure we've covered anything else on periods before we
1: no those are the those are the different uh the different time periods and there's there's two main reasons why you want to have a time period is one, you can query and say, give me a list of all the badges that were earned during that, the most current of this time period. The other thing that you might want to do, and this goes, so that's kind of on the, on the output side of things, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of on the evaluation side of things, there's a different reasons why you may not want to evaluate a rule. So what happens is every time you call uh, w- one of the main functions on on badges, whether that be set property, add property, subtract property, or start game, end game, start session, end session, any of those is going to trigger an evaluation. And so the evaluation is going to iterate through all of the rules in the rules engine and figure out if any of them um, were successful rules. And, okay. and, the, and so you've earned the badge. Um all of those functions also have a parameter that is skip eval, which if you set to true, it will not run the evaluation; it will just set the property. And you might want to do that if you're setting like three or four properties at the same time. Um, you might want to not run evaluation on every one of those, and then the the last one, then go ahead and run it, and then you'll, you know, you'll get a. Oh, loop. okay, okay. So it's just kind of a an efficiency, an efficiency um, thing, yeah, thing. You don't want something that, that if, if I ran eval, it might have triggered that this property is is equals to one, and that earns a certain badge. And what if like right after that I do something, and it also goes through and evaluates all the rules again? It's going to
0: and it's hit still true.
1: Right, it's going to hit true for that again, and then it's going to say, "Oh, okay, I've earned it again! Woohoo!" So it's kind of like you keep earning it every time you call eval, even though it really hasn't changed.
0: So so you can set it uh, you can set the period for you can only earn this badge once per game.
1: Yes, exactly. So when, as girl. part of okay. as part of the rules, as part of the rules, you, you you specify an ID for the rule. And that's going to be a unique identifier that you'll use someplace else to match it up with the actual string name of the the badge, and maybe you earn some extra things. You get credits or scores or other things um, if you've earned that badge. But that's all separate from this badge engine. So there's the so the rule has a uh, an ID. It has a condition, which if it if the condition is true, then you've earned the earned the badge. It has a a, a value, an optional value for max, which is this is the max number of times ever in lifetime that you can earn this badge.
0: Ever or per period? Ever. Okay.
1: And so that's another thing that checks, even if the condition checks that yes, this is a badge that would be earned, it checks to say, does this badge have a maximum number and have I reached that maximum number? If okay. I have, then it, it then it, it doesn't, you don't earn the badge again because you've already earned as many as you can.
0: I, I assume, what is it default to? No maximum?
1: It, yeah, if it if it's not set at all, like if the property doesn't exist or it's null or undefined, then it's it's infinite or okay. whatever. Because
0: it, it would seem yeah, to me it is very, very, very common to set this to one because most of the, I won't say all the time, but most of the time mm-hmm. you only are going to issue a badge once.
1: Well, could you? So like if your rule was if you play on... Um, Tuesdays, it, right? It, that that yeah, you get a badge
0: I mean, every. I mean, I I can certainly see there are times that yeah. you get a badge every time you play on Tuesday. Sure, I'm and I'm, but. You know, it's. It seems very common to me that you get a badge the first time you play on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, that, and that, and that's yeah. You 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 have the flexibility of doing that. Yeah, you can earn a badge every Tuesday, but you can only earn this badge three times. Or you can earn it every Tuesday, right? Yeah, okay, I got it. So the last part of a rule is an update period. And so you specify like, what is the um, the period that you can earn one of these in? So the better way of saying it is, um, I can earn this badge only once per day, once per once hour, per once, per, once okay. per period, once per global. And, right.
0: And that is a that is a that's not a number that's tunable. So I can't say I can earn this badge three times per game.
1: No, it's it's okay. a it's a period. So that's that's kind of the you know the rule is I can earn this badge once per period if it matches this condition, but no more times than max.
0: Okay. Ever.
1: Got it. Okay. Ever. Yep. Okay. Now what happens with the period then is. Because we've kept track of a timestamp and a key for what each time a period starts, I can see if the current period has already been met. As changes, and it, yeah. it's 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 a little bit nuanced than that. But basically, what happens is is the first eval because a lot of these are time based. Each time an eval happens, I check to see what is the current day, month, you know, year, hour, whatever, based on some sort of a key format. So like, uh, if it's a year, it's just year, 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 you know, year, y, 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 y. If it's month, it's y, 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 dash, um, you know, month, month, so zero, zero, three. So, or so it
0: turns, it turns the current time into a format that is period dependent. That makes yes, exactly. sense
1: for that period, okay. Yeah, so uh, so month is, uh, we've talked about month week is gonna be the year dash and the number of the week it is, week number. Um, for day, it's it's month, day, year, uh, you know including zeros um, for month and day. Hour is going to be- um,
0: Year, month, day, know, hour.
1: Day, day, dash, hour. Um, so that's, um, and it, so it keeps track of that and we know when the current one started. So what happens is at the beginning of each eval, it checks to see if the current values have changed from the previous value, Then it updates the previous value and it just sets a flag that's going to be around for that one eval cycle, is new year, is new month, is new day. And so I put those separate in a system properties to keep, so you could, there's no collisions on those. Um, But then you could, you know very easily check to say if it's a new year and the year is 2023 then you've earned the welcome 2023 badge right mm-hmm.
0: so how does it handle session and game since those are different since, since those don't have a nice fixed date format to them
1: so those have counters so it it discounts so okay at the lifetime uh first session second third fourth fifth sixth you know same thing with game. Game one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: So when you so. say start session, it autom- it bu- it increments a built-in session counter. And when you say start yeah. game, it increments a built-in game counter.
1: And there's system properties for lifetime games and lifetime sessions that you could okay. use for something.
0: Cool. Now the rules engine, you yes. you've described all the simple fields. <laughs> Uh, I assume there is some way to define uh, I- evaluating a property more complexly. Let's put it that way.
1: So what, if you if you look at a, a rule, then there's a condition and conditions are based on properties. It's using the Jexel, J-E-X-L engine behind the scenes, which is mimics very much like what you would how you do a condition in javascript
0: okay
1: um it doesn't do triple equals it does double equals but there's you know different types of you know operators and and things and so like if you had something that was your game counter and you had a property that was game count and you incremented the game count then you could have a condition that says game count equals three and so when game count equals three then you will earn this badge
0: okay or you know can you do comparisons of one property against another? So you know you could say, um, when the number of uh, acorns saved is greater than the number of acorns eaten, you've achieved yep. the winter storage badge.
1: Yeah. So what happens with Jekyll behind the scenes? There's a there's a string which is the condition that gets evaluated, and there is an object that gets passed, which okay. is the yeah. context. And so the object that gets passed is. All of your property values, and a system dot all of your system, system properties, property, yeah. and so yeah, there anything that's available in that grab bag of things, then you can you can do you know and or 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 and
0: and we've talked about evaluation engines like this before, you know when yep. when we were talking about content management system stuff, yeah. Um, so so same same broad concept,
1: exactly. If the property doesn't exist, then Jexel automatically actually just returns false for that. So now you're doing false or false in something, and so, um, okay, you could have a, a, a rule but have not set the property yet, and it will turn out to be false. And and I
0: and I guess the con, the condition will always evaluate to a boolean of some sort. So you're comparing, yeah, and that's
1: and that's and that's the rule, yeah, that you you always want. Um, it, the rule to evaluate to be a, a bull because that's okay. what it's going to check on is just you know if this is true or false.
0: Okay, well that seems pretty straightforward. Um, I, you know, in some ways, it's interesting. In some ways, badges seem really simple, but there's a lot to them. You know, there's there's the rule management. There's the storage of them, the retrieval of them, the. Mm-hmm the fact that when you do change one of these properties, that could impact a whole host of you know, cascading things. Are, so here's a question, I guess, are badges properties themselves?
1: No. Okay. So a, a, a badge to the system really, because um, you define in the rule, that this, this uh, and, and there's more properties when you define a rule. So the idea is like a unique identifier for this badge ever. Um, if you've got, I guess you could conceivably earn the same badge different ways maybe, you could then have two different rules that have the same ID, but different conditions. The, that seems kind of weird.
0: What, what I'm more thinking of is something like, you know, um, the the golden acorn badge is awarded uh when you have the silver acorn badge and okay. and you have uh, uh eaten 10 acorns.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. That would work. Yeah. There. That's totally.
0: And and the so... silver acorn badge is actually unrelated to eating acorns. So so you can't just say, you know, I mean it would it would be easy. The silver acorn badge is if you ate five acorns and the golden one is if you eat 10. The progression is obvious, but if they are a little bit unrelated you know that i could uh, you know if the silver acorn one was for planting 10 acorns i could eat 10 acorns before i've planted 10 i have no idea what i'm talking about acorns tonight by the way
1: i Um, don't know either but that's interesting that's maybe you should check that out um some people do say i'm a little bit nuts but i don't think this is the reason um So that's interesting. That's not necessarily something that's raised as first class because you, what you'd end up having to do right now is that you could check to see if you've earned a certain badge and then add a property for that badge. But I don't think it's too much out of scope because I already have list of badges. And with Jexel, you, get to, you could add functions that would expand the scope of things that are valid mm-hmm. in your condition. I could very easily add a has earned badge and it would be a badge, a string that would be the badge ID. And then yeah. you could check to see if you've earned that badge. So yeah, that would, that would be actually pretty easy to surface that as a first class. That's, that's a really good idea. This is pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. I, it's, been, it's been fun. Um, I've got, you yeah, in some ways, I, well, I started with the basic concept that I had done before. But I, there are some certain things that kind of bothered me about it. I didn't have this this concept of um, of earning something only from a specific time period. And okay. so I, I handled that a different way. And then when time came into it, it was really, it was kind of a mess. And then um, with conditionals, I didn't have anything like Jexel before. So I kind of had my, my own syntax where you would have to create your own, you know, and that was, I, I had come across these these types of uh evaluation um libraries since then and I thought oh this would be a perfect chance to to check that out um last concept I don't think we've talked about yet was bookmarks okay um and the and since so a bookmark is just a point in time so it's a named point in time so like if one of these periods doesn't work for you as far as tell me all the badges that I've earned since a specific point in time I could just generate um, a UTC what is it what is it the ISO 8601
0: mm-hmm.
1: format string the, the right way to store time yes uh, yeah I could I could I could create one of those myself and I could say give me all the badges earned since and pass in that string that that works but bookmarks is just kind of a shortcut
0: okay. it's
1: it's a way that I can say uh, set bookmark and I can give it a name, um, you know, like begin uh, tutorial three. or something like that, or around. Or yeah. Something. Um, so, and, and so you might want to do that if you wanted to span something that wasn't a full game and wasn't an individual action, or you might want to do it in a session if it spanned multiple games. Um, uh, and so there, you might want to have a custom one. So all, all that happens when you set a bookmark is you give it a name, um, you know, A, and behind the scenes, it generates one of these 8601, you know, time strings, stores it in in the uh-huh. list of bookmarks uh, with that timestamp. And so later when you say, give me everything that, uh, that I've earned since this bookmark A, then it just uses that time as the point in time where it, it checks. And then... Um, when you ever start um, a new session, I, I, I've purposely made bookmarks not carry over or crossed, um, sessions. across sessions. So every time you start a new session, it clears out all the old bookmarks and you start I, over again.
0: I have one other question. Um, yeah. And this, I guess, is very related to, I think, I guess how we think of things in terms of voice, since we do have uh, sessions are, are pretty clearly defined. Um, can a game cross over multiple sessions? No. Hmm. Okay. Why not?
1: Um. I don't know. I guess I didn't think about it in that way. I might have to reconsider that. But and, and I, I, I think uh, the
0: reason.
1: I, yeah. Go ahead. ahead. The the things that things that I've experienced when I've been been doing these projects is that you could play multiple games during a, a a given session um but there wasn't like i start a game here and then i finish the game over here it was kind of
0: right the reason i ask is because i it, it and that was how i was thinking of it as well but it occurred to me there are some games that are meant to be long lasting games hmm. like if you're playing um you know choose your own adventure type games which are very popular yeah. in the voice world it's very common that you'll be playing along and then you'll stop and you'll come back another time.
1: That's true. Interesting. I wonder if there's anything, because it's really just another period of time. I'm wondering if there's.
0: Well, to me, that's kind of an inversion because it's the game now yeah. spans multiple sessions rather than. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Do we. I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a yeah. metagame or a multi game. You know, I don't I don't know what it is
1: yeah and if you're doing something like a gamification that's something that's not really a game, then it's probably okay that you never start a game that you only have something at the session level
0: mm.
1: right that's that's possible.
0: that's a good point, okay well inter, inter. well, well, but here's the other thing though, since sessions and games are under your control, yep they don't necessarily have to exactly map to what we talk about in voice as a session.
1: True, that is true.
0: And in fact, this could be a case where I can start a game and assign it to a session. And then each time that I return in a new, what, what voice would call a session, I could assign that to a game. They're two they're arbitrary names in some ways.
1: Yeah, in some ways it is. and It's interesting because maybe... Maybe there's a concept of a named period of time that you control the start and end of. Mm. That, that maybe you don't ever do session or games mm. for what you're doing and you do something else.
0: This is always the fun part about developing yeah. is that mm. as you get it, the more you get into it, the more you're like, and I can do this. And yeah. what about this case? And, and if I do, if, if I run into that, well, here's how I can handle it and here's how I can improve the whole thing. And yeah, that's, that's always the fun part about developing.
1: Yeah, and that's, and that's something that where I've, so I, a lot of things I've got based on this, you set a timestamp and then you check to see everything that you've earned since that timestamp. Um, but on this one, I've also added um, some callbacks. So d- down in the engine, when you actually earn a badge for the first time or increment the count because you've earned it again, then it causes callback um, oh, on cool. badge earned. So you could plug in and have something happen. So for example, you might want to be able to, like for, for badge A, if you're, if I've earned badge A, then um, I get three three credits added to my sc- score. And you don't want to try to have to like go back and reconcile that after the fact. You might want to just say, oh, at this point, I I just, I've just barely earned this. And the thing I look to my, my lookup that says that a equals three credits. And so then I, you know, just add three credits. And I originally had just so that you could start a game and start a session, but now I've added the concept where you can end a game or end a session. And then I've added callbacks for each one of those. Uh
0: Ah, okay.
1: So, so that you could you know, you have some piece of code at some point in time where you're like start game and then you, it starts the game, but you might have code somewhere over here. It's like every time you start a game, reset this property or uh, add this counter or do this other thing.
0: Or increment a counter, you know, some other counter that, you know, yeah. that knows that we've stored a game, uh, in, you know, started a game or started yeah. a particular type of game or.
1: Yeah. So like maybe your maybe um, badges, I've I've won three games in the same session, right? So then, well, how would you, how would you do that? So then you would have a, a counter that would get set at the beginning of the of the, the session and each game. And then, and one of the things that when you say in game you can say, I won, I lost, or I canceled my game. And so then you could check to say, you know was this a game that you won? Was it a game you lost or was it a game you canceled? And so then you could have uh, there'll be system properties that go along with those. And so then you can say, oh, I've earned a badge. And, and now now not only can you earn a badge when you play a game, you can earn a badge when you've finished a game. And so now there's a there's, there's like this uh, ad- additional you know, point mm-hmm. where you can you can um, use in your evaluations. So
0: this is all very cool. And you know I, again, we talk about it in terms of games, but I can see other, Mm-hmm. Applications for this sort of uh, sort of a library, so very very nice.
1: Thanks. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with it before we wrap up? No, it's kind of still a work in progress. It's out there on, on GitHub. Just my, and uh, we'll send a link um, to this in the on the YouTube um, video. But uh, it's my you know, personal GitHub slash badges and. Uh, and once I get this to a point where uh, it's working, then I'll move over to, the, to the, the Jovo plugin and there are unit tests. And right now I think I'm right in the 80% code coverage. <laughs> uh, so.
0: I, I am so jealous that you are so good with unit tests. I am <laughs> very jealous of you.
1: I'm, I'm not always, sometimes Before, I am though.
0: You are much better than I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, but no, this has been fun to talk, uh, talk with you, Ellen, about. And I got some, some new ideas to think about. I might uh, reconsider the how I might invert game in session or have something else that would be not necessarily a gamer session that you could define. I'm not sure. I really like the idea of the, of the function to uh, be able to check in your condition if you've already earned a badge and then have that be a... A condition into if you earn another badge based on a previous badge you've earned. So those are those are great ideas. And if other people have some ideas on how to improve it, or if they you know, want to join the open source project and and uh, improve it, then happy to have you. Um, or if you've got questions, uh, just talk to us on on social media, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, wherever. Right. Yep.
0: And. Uh... Who knows? We could discuss this again another time on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Mark. Have a great week. You too.